Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Just before we get into the interview, this is just a brief message. Uh, this is actually a recording of the 2021 Superconscious Success Summit interviews. If you do want to check out the introductory for all of the guests, then you can go across to our Superconscious Success YouTube channel where you'll be able to find all the introductions. These particular podcast interviews will be the interview only. Okay, thank you. Now let's get on to the interview. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Welcome back to another incredible interview where we are going to be talking to Dave Body. Um, if you have not yet seen Dave's introductory video, head across to the Superconscious Success YouTube channel and check it out because he goes into his story um, in great depth as to how he has actually used emotional intelligence as a way to be able to cope with his depression and his anxiety throughout his life. Now, Dave has actually suffered from 15 concussions, which you'll see in the introductory video, um, and is still dealing with that, as well as the um, ADHD diagnosis and the anxiety and the depression and um, suicidal ideation. Uh, he has two beautiful children and um, who are still at home, like around a lot of the world. So, um, but hi, Dave, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm fantastic. How are you? Oh, I am brilliant. I'm so glad to have you have you on here too. Always brilliant. You're always I'm brilliant. Always brilliant. That's just me. <laughs> I'm just brilliant. I just um, I I get to speak to amazing people every day. I I can't complain. That's 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 my life. It's amazing. But um, in some <laughs> that, I really was looking forward to talking to you and talking to you about the topic of emotional intelligence um, because it is something that we need to be able to tap into it's something we need to be able to really um recognize our own emotions and recognize how these emotions are actually affecting um affecting our lives and um so i want you to start off by just explaining to us what emotional intelligence is most definitely so the you know the the, the short version that i taught kids all the time with the definition because the original definition of ei is extremely long and mm -hmm. it's very scientific <laughs> so it can be very confusing and as you know i'm easily confused so <laughs> i like to keep it very simple and so the simplistic version of it is it's the ability to understand not only your emotions but the emotions of other people as well mm -hmm. and it's one of the it's a lost art if you will because right now society is just so focused on financial intelligence and academic intelligence that yeah. emotional intelligence is just no longer part of the discussion 
and as a result, we see a society full of just hurt, angry, sad, lost, and just individuals struggling. And the reason why I made emotional intelligence my main focus is not only for what it has done for me, but for what I have seen it do for the kids and the families that I was coaching. And I realized, okay, you know what? 95 to maybe even 100% of the people I was coaching did not know anything about EI, emotional intelligence. And I was like, okay, this needs to be my topic of discussion because it's extremely alarming to know how non-existent that EI really is in the society and, and through our world. And I always believe that without inner peace, we, we will never have world peace. So I was like, we have to make sure that we build up our EI and we understand the importance and the just overall dramatic influence that it brings to not only yourself as a person and growth, but how it like causes a ripple effect to other people around you. And once you have that large group of people that have built their EI and they're, pro, you know, passing that along, it's like, okay, you can see the growth happen and you can see the results of it. Absolutely. And I think that um, emotional intelligence, because I think that a lot of us, we don't tap into, into our emotions and we're often told, you know, I mean, how many times have boys been told you can't cry? How many times have, have we had it drilled into us that it is weak to be able to show our emotions? Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important if we're going to be able to experience, as you said, that peace and that joy in our life, that we need to be able to figure out exactly what we're feeling. And as I say to the, to the kids, um, you know, because I've got a 16 and 18 year old, and I say, you need to feel your feelings, right? You need to feel those emotions and move through them because if you push them down and you block them, then they come up in, in anger and frustration and all of these other other emotions which are very difficult for people to deal with so you were mentioning in the um, introduction about what was it five strategies or five techniques or something which is included in emotional intelligence what what were those yeah the five skills so the five skills that are yeah the five skills involved in ei are empathy which you and i both expressed how we are empaths Emphasis, empaths, empaths, empaths. So, so the first one's empathy, and then there's social skills, and then there's self-regulation, mm-hmm. and then self-awareness, and intrinsic, in, intrinsic motivation. So you can tell just by those five skills how they dramatically just improve your lifestyle and just your overall quality of life because. Uh, empathy is extremely powerful. Uh, there's a lot of confusion between empathy and sympathy. Yeah. Uh, the reason why empathy is more powerful is because empathy means that you not only understand the emotions that the other person is dealing with, but you can also support them through it. Yeah. For example, sympathy would be like, you know what? I, I know you're hurt. However, you'll get over it soon enough. That's like sympathy. Like you show you care. Yeah but there's no support thereafter with empathy. It's, I know you're hurting. I know how that feels to hurt. I'm just here to help you. Yeah. So that's empathy. And then self-regulation is the ability to control your emotions, to understand your emotions, to basically grow through them. Like you said, mm-hmm. uh, and then self-awareness is pretty, pretty common. It's a, it's actually very common. People know about self-awareness, but they don't understand how to tune into it. And my greatest uh, way of explaining self-awareness is just understanding who you are as a person 
and following your own map, which is your motivation, your ambition, your passion, because as soon as you follow the map that someone else gives you, you always end up lost. So mm. self-awareness to me is just knowing your dreams, knowing your passion, knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses. And then social skills is the ability to just know how to communicate with other people, how to effectively listen. Yeah. And then the last one is intrinsic motivation, which is your inward motivation that's on a natural and organic level. So for example, how do you find internal motivation? How do you make use of that? How do you grow it? How do you keep tuning it? So yeah. like once you strengthen all those five skills, it's just, you become such a powerful being where you're just like, you know what? I, I have my struggles, but I'm, I'm aware of my struggles. I'm honest with my struggles, but I'm also aware of other people's struggles too. And you'll actually notice if you do Google, Google searches on EI that it's becoming a very popular conversation because they're realizing that stronger EI also leads to stronger leadership skills yeah. and stronger business ownership. So they're realizing like, okay, you know what? EI can actually, it can actually become involved with the business world. And it's like, yeah, because you're having people who are internally strong yeah, and they're not easily triggered. They're not easily upset. They're not sad. They're not lonely. Like they're strong individuals. And that's why I was like, I'll start with the youth and help them build up. And I even found that when I was coaching that some of the kids I was coaching were, were helping their parents out. And I was like, this is an amazing yeah. progress here and process because that's it's just it's helping right. everyone overall and yeah <laughs> exactly so once i started realizing how ei was and not only were the kids learning so much about themselves they were excited mm -hmm. like whenever we had our coaching sessions they were motivated they were driven because they're like why am i so in like in love with this and i told them i was like when you learn a new skill your brain actually develops double the neurons yeah so it gives you dopamine it gives you excitement it, it makes you feel happy when your brain's working and it's thinking in new ways and uh the scariest statistic right now is that the reason why most youths and teens are struggling with empathy is because they're not having any time to daydream oh, they're yeah. always busy you know they're always on their cell phone they're on social media they're on the gaming systems they're on youtube there's no time for them to just sit down by themselves and just daydream. And as a result of that lack of daydreaming, the part of the brain that strengthens empathy is not being used. Yeah. So that's why youths and adults alike are losing empathy because there's, there's no strengthening of it. There's no time to just sit down and reflect. I mean, the, I, think, I think one of the big problems um, is that um, we are all looking for external motivation. And as you were saying, we're, we, we need to be able to look internally as to what can motivate us. And this is why I think these five skill sets are incredible when it comes to discovering uh, emotional intelligence. And I totally agree. Teens and youths now, um, their ability to daydream and to be able to actually visualise a future that is, um, is far beyond they ever what they thought was possible uh, is so minimal. I mean, having, having teenagers myself and, and I say, oh, what's, I often talk to my kids and I say, oh, what do you visualise you know, years down the track? They would have no clue. They, they would go, oh, well, um, you know, this is what I'm doing right now. Um, but we were told as kids, when we're in classrooms, we're told stop daydreaming from a very young age. And it's like, that is probably one of the worst things you can tell kids to stop doing. Because then they learn as they get older that it's not okay 
to dream outside of the box. It's not okay for you to become your own independent person that has your own goals and your own visions. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest problems that's happened in school systems is that it's so structured that kids aren't able to think outside the box. We, we've been told, you know, go to school, go to uni, go to college, um, get a good job and then die. So that's pretty much that's pretty much <laughs> to do. Um, whereas there's so many more opportunities out there now that don't require all of that. Um, so so when we talk about you spoke earlier um, in the introduction about bullying, and um, I assume that you you went through that when you were at high school. Um, I know I did. I I went through some um, quite bad bullying. Um, so I left at the end of year ten. And, um, and so what is the link between emotional intelligence and resilience? So, the, so I guess it all depends what like your definition of resilience is, because I found through coaching that most kids had different like opinions or beliefs in resiliency. Mm -hmm. and, and my, my outlook on resilience is just having that internal strength that no matter what is thrown at you, you'll overcome it. And the link between emotional intelligence and resiliency lies right in intrinsic motivation, self-awareness, self-regulation. Every skill set is what helps you become that internal warrior. Like I always tell kids all the time that every hero story you watch or every hero story that you read, you, you learn that the hero becomes a hero to themselves first before yeah. they can anyone else. Mm -hmm. they, you know, they have to overcome that inward demon or that internal demon or that internal struggle first. And I was like, that's what EI does. It helps you have the skills to fight that internal battle. And unfortunately, the, the reality is for people who are neuro, uh, neurodivergent, such as ADHD and autism and so forth, is that internal battle is lifelong. Like yeah. every single day we're battling with depression, we're battling with anxiety. And I tell people all the time, I was like, yeah, it's, it's been a rough road that I never took anxiety medication until now. And they're like, well, how'd you deal with it? I was like, emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. meditation every single day, in, you know, training in the gym, working out every single day, drinking two to three liters of water every single day, um, and just doing whatever I could to continuously show up. And I told them, I was like, when I, I've lost five friends to suicide and I battled suicidal ideation three times myself. And when you have that mindset where you don't want to live no more and you overcome it, you have a different, completely different mindset after you overcome that where it's like, you know what? I now know my value and my worth that my life has. Yeah. So I'm going to keep showing up. And then when I had my son and then when I met my fiance and, and got my stepdaughter, I was like, you know what? This was my purpose. This is why I'm still here. I can, I, I vividly remember in 2011 when I battled my last suicidal ideation, the only reason I didn't commit fully was I had a, visual, a visualization of my son laughing. Okay. I had to be better. I had to overcome this. I had to fight this. And I always say to people all the time that being a, becoming a father saved my life because yeah. it gave me a purpose that was stronger than me. That was bigger than any passion I had. Like it was bigger than professional wrestling and security and policing. Like being a father was okay. This is my purpose. Mm -hmm. And then when I went to rehab for my brain injuries and I got out of it, I was like, I have to work on me. 
because before all this, I was so materialistic because I had no confidence. I had no self-esteem. So I would buy Blu-rays as like my addiction to make me feel good temporarily. Yeah. And that's what I find that people are doing nowadays is they're, they're finding that they need to have external rewards to feel good. And it's like, no, like happiness is not something that you get. It's something that you build internally. And, it's and you know, happiness is, is like, a, it's a mindset. It's a choice 100% because when, when I have my test days, which are days where my depression and my anxiety are, for lack of a better term, kicking me down. Yeah. It's just like, okay, I got to go and press my gratitude. I got to go and practice my, my uh, motivation and just find my passion and align with it. And this is why I tell people all the time that passion is extremely important because that's where you will find your motivation and your organic drive where just visualize your passion, visualize your dream. And it just, it just motivates you when, when it's real yeah. and when it's not driven by, you know, ego and fame and money. Like mm-hmm. we, if you're focused on those as your passion, you're going to lose. Like passion is what gives you goosebumps when you think about it? What gives you that the happiness feeling in your stomach that when you think about that dream, you just like, it makes you like, I always say all the time, and I read it in a book, if your passion does not make you emotional, it's not real. Yeah. Like when I think about my passion, I get emotional. It's like, okay, I want this. And kids don't have that right now. I mean, now they're, they're living in a society where it's driven by external um, ownership of things like money, fame, money, fame. Like it's pushed everywhere with American Idol and shows like that where it's like, you got to be famous to be rich. You got to be famous to be loved. And I told my son all the time because my son's a, uh, he's a professional gamer now and he's a streamer. And I told him, I'm like, if your goal is to be rich and famous, I need you to know one thing. He's like, what's that? I was like, the more famous you get, the more negativity is going to come your way. So I was like, don't strive for fame. Drive, you know, strive for respect and fulfillment. Like, be happy. Yep. And just do what you love. And don't let any external temptation deter you from that. Just, you know, don't chase the money. The money is a bonus. It's, yeah. Money is something, most definitely. I'm not saying money is bad. It's, it's something. But it's not the only thing that you should strive for. And emotional intelligence helps you realize what's real and what's fabricated and what's not necessary. Like, you don't need that mansion to be happy because that just gives you more room to try to fill with more materials. It's like you can have an apartment building and be the happiest person in the world. And, you know, one of my favorite people, Robin Williams, very successful, multimillionaire but he battled depression and he was not fulfilled. Like something in his life was missing and it just, but he had money, Mm. he had fame, but he just, he was missing something. And I told my son, I was like, I want you to understand that you can be a healthy gamer. You can be a healthy, whatever you want, as long as you're healthy, like make healthy a priority and emotional intelligence. It just helps you be aware of me. Like you deserve to be selfish sometimes say no. I've had to reschedule this interview with you three times, unfortunately, because I had things come up and I'm like, I'm sorry, but I, I have to reschedule because I booked this on Valentine's day. Cause I wasn't thinking so <laughs> like, things come up. You just gotta be honest with it. Um, I remember the first time I postponed this for you, I was not doing good mentally. I was having a very rough go. This is when I was going through my, my neurologist meetings and I was like, I don't have the energy. I cannot do this. And I'm not going to force it because that's not being self-aware. Exactly. It's just, it's being kind of productive and I can do it. And 
you mentioned how you had to feel your emotions. And one of my favorite quotes that I said at, at a speaking appearance was, the more you suppress, the more you increase the mess. Um, what I mean by that is you have to feel real to heal. And, and I just did a TikTok video this morning, actually, where I explained this, where it's people are living a program. They're not living a life. Yeah. It's a get up, go to work, come home, complain. Like there's a reason why most heart attacks happen on Monday mornings between mm -hmm. eight and 9 a.m. Because people That's are so bad. miserable. Yeah. They're so stressed. They're overwhelmed. And it is so it's just, sad. It, it's, you have to increase your EI. Yeah. Because it's like we, you know, we, we have this life and our purpose on this planet is to, is to live our life in as much joy as we possibly can. That's the ultimate purpose. We learn lessons as we go through life. And when, when we talk about money, money's fantastic, but money allows you to do what you're wanting to do in life. That's, that's it. Money is energy. It's like everything else in around us. It's energy. Um, and it will only exaggerate the importance that you place on it. So if you if your importance on, on money is, um, I want this next best this, and I'm not saying that it's not okay to want stuff because you can want stuff, you can desire the best cars, you can desire the best houses, you can whatever. But if internally you're not happy, if internally you're not living in that joy, money's not going to make it better. And this is the reason why you have, um, millionaires that are still anxious and still depressed. This is why you have people that win the lottery and they lose it within within a month of, of winning the money because internally they haven't done the work. And we need to be able to do the work first. Um, I mean, my you say your son's a professional gamer. Well, my son's a gamer as well. And it's, it's something that's, yeah, he's at uni. He's actually doing programming at uni. Um, but it's something he's passionate about. It's nice. something he loves. And I think, you know what, if it, if it helps, like if it puts him in that place of joy, um, then, you know, I, I've never discouraged them from doing whatever they want to do. I think that as long as you're living in passion, as you said, um, find your passion, find that one thing that really lights you up. And then when you do have those moments of, of anxiety or depression or um, suicidal ideation, then you can look and go, look, I am of value. Because that's the biggest problem in teens and youth is that they don't know what their value is. They've never discovered it because all they're doing is sitting on their phones, on social media, comparing themselves to each other. That's all they're doing is it's like, oh, but she's got such a better better body than me or she's so much smarter than me or he's you know such and such so they don't have that opportunity to discover exactly how valuable they are so i think that's where um ei comes in really mm -hmm. handy so are you still doing speaking gigs then Dave? most definitely because yeah um mentally yes I, I i'm doing a lot of them unfortunately due to covid all yeah. my appearances were cancelled yeah. or postponed it's a so shame it's like it? i was scheduled to go i was scheduled to make uh, yeah i was scheduled to make my debut in usa in um may of 2020 but then because of the closure of the borders i could still fly to usa but i was like i'm not gonna fly during a global pandemic so i was like you know what, we'll just postpone it to the fall which was canceled by then because as of October, they're like, no, we're still experiencing. So everything I had planned and scheduled was either canceled or postponed. And it's so frustrating because you don't know when to plan it. 
Mm. Again, like you just, you don't know when to be like, you know what, like here, for example, here in Alberta, Canada, we can't have any uh, inside gatherings. So it's like, there's no speaking. Yeah, we can't have any speaking events whatsoever. Mm. They're thinking the earliest is 2022. So I have a lot planned, but I can't do any of them. So no, I'm doing I, I a lot guess, of podcast appearances, though. Yeah, I guess it's um like if you if you look internally and you go, well, maybe this is just a real good opportunity for me to hone my skills and and increase on my skills, so that when I do go out there and um I and speak, then I can really rock it. You know, I'm sure you rock it anyway, but you know, there's there's not much. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> At this point in time, there's not really <laughs> that much else that we can do. It's just like, just, just keep plodding along, keep appearing on podcasts and, and summits and, and keep doing, do you, you do YouTube videos as well? Or are you more on TikTok at the moment? No, I, um, I'm on TikTok. My, my reach on TikTok is phenomenal. Like the community there for concussions and yeah. uh, neurodivergent individuals is, it's large. Like it's what's well, ironic right because we just spoke about how the kids are always on social media and i'm like i'm always on social media but the difference with me is i just go on there i post my content i engage yeah. and i get off and yeah. i can understand when i'm done where it's like you know i need a break but with kids not being in school for yeah. most part not being in school in north america they're like the only place we can go to is social media hang with our friends and talk so i get that Exactly. However, at the same time, it's like you still need time to yourself to sit back and meditate and self-reflect and daydream. Like daydreaming is so important. And someone with ADHD like myself, daydreaming is natural for us. Like yeah. you'll see me, I'll just like doze off. I'm like, I'm gone. And it's like, that's the beneficial part of it for me. Yeah. It's like, it helps me visualize, plan, and just help self-awareness. When you're going from instagram to twitter to tiktok to snapchat it's like you don't know who you are no more because you're adapting to every platform and it's like i'm glad that some of the social media platforms are making changes for example instagram got rid of the the likes where you can't see how many posts likes uh, it gets now i I love that on instagram (laughs) yeah it's it's so beautiful. I, I know it's here in Canada and, and USA. I don't know if it's actually worldwide yet, but another thing that I want YouTube to focus on is removing the uh, dislike button because I don't see a purpose with having a dislike no, button, period. Because you have the likes and you have the dislikes. It's like, have the like button, but there's no reason to have dislikes. It just, no, it makes like, just it just, like it. <laughs> exactly. if you don't like it, skip it. You don't have to go and like hit, 300 dislikes and four likes it's just like okay um it's just emotional intelligence is like i said it's a lost art it's a lost art form and i'm working very hard with creating content that's sharing my story that's sharing how ei has helped me because it's just it's so powerful once you tap into who you are and what you want and one of the biggest things that you most likely agree with right now is everyone's so focused on the weaknesses. Like you have to be better at your weaknesses. It's like, no, 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 no. If you know your strengths, yeah, focus on those. Focus on the strengths. And then, and then teamwork with people who have strengths where you have weakness. Like for example, I am not good at editing. Your mm-hmm. daughter sounds like she's very good at it. So I would go to her and say, hey, I will pay you for your energy to edit these videos for me. Yeah. Done deal. And that way, um, I don't know if you're familiar with a guy named Eric Worre. He's a 
very successful speaker and network marketer, but he has a quote and I love his quote, which is you can't afford to mow your own lawn. And when I first heard that, I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't understand it. So I, I looked deeper into it and I was like, Oh, what he's saying is you don't have the time to mow your own lawn. So hire someone to do it for you so you can focus on all the other tasks. And I'm like, I love that quote because it's based on energy. It's, you don't have the energy to do it. Find someone who does do it and hire them to do it for you. Not something you're passionate about. That's the thing. It's like we, we could either spend three hours. Like I could spend, you know, three hours editing something. Or I could go to my daughter and go, okay, um, can you edit this for me? It takes her an hour. Right. Well, that's just saved me <laughs> like three hours of time. And she's able exactly. to do the time. And it's like, well, you know, although I, I am I am getting better in editing, but I have so much other stuff that's, that's going on that I need to work on. And it's something she enjoys doing. So, you know, you, you find people that their passions and this is why I actually, I have lots of collaborations going at any one time because I find so many incredible speakers that, that are on my summits that they have skills that I don't have and I have skills that they don't have. And we come together and we can create incredible products and brands and, and all sorts of things that are going to help so many different people. And, you know, you can do so much as one person, but put a team together and it's unstoppable. There's nothing you can't do. So I totally agree with you. And as for TikTok, I have never been a TikToker, but my daughter, (laughs) oh my gosh, she loves TikTok. She goes on, she does all the dancing stuff. And I I have no idea because she's so coordinated with it. And she does all the different moves and stuff that you do on TikTok. And I just look at her and I just go, oh my gosh, how did you learn that so quickly? And then she goes, mom, I want to do a TikTok (laughs) Oh yeah, I get in TikTok and I look like the most embarrassing person around. <laughs> but she loves, it. She loves it. That's but that's self awareness, right? Exactly. That's self awareness. You, and I find, you know, yeah, you like what you don't like. Yeah, exactly. So you know, it's um, it is. It's about them. <laughs> them really discovering who they are, what the values are, and if we can get teens and youth to develop this at a young age, then as they get older then they're already going to have that skill set to be able to, um, to be able to really master their life. Um, so I, I totally applaud you for everything that you do, Dave. And, um, and I'm looking forward to, to one day meeting you in person and being able to um, discuss this on a deeper level and, and see whereabouts you're going. So, um, so that's fantastic. Is there any, before we do head off, is there anything else that you'd like to leave um, the listeners with any other information or everything about Dave you can find in the playbook. Um, so you can head across there. It's got all this write up and everything on that. Um, and yeah, but if there's anything you'd like to leave them with. Uh, just know that there's so much free resources out there for emotional intelligence. Like I yeah. didn't go to school. I didn't go to college for this. Sorry. I, I did go to college for psychology, but then I dropped out because yeah. I realized that everything they were teaching me, I can get for free online from credible sources. Yeah. So like there's so much resources for emotional intelligence. Uh, Daniel Coleman wrote a book about emotional intelligence that I have read four times. 
because yeah. the information is so crucial. So I can share that on my social media as well. Daniel Coleman, he's like the emotional intelligence guru, just an amazing individual. But um, just understand that, yeah, like Daniel Coleman. And even though right now with the unpredictability of COVID-19 and how it's increasing anxiety and depression, the, 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 what has helped me the, the last year and some now is, is just having hope. Just understanding that we have so many intelligent scientists out there and experts that are just doing the best they can to help us and just understand that eventually we'll be able to do our speaking appearances and we'll be able to do our catch wrestling training and everything that we want to do eventually just just don't lose hope because as soon as you lose hope that's where it goes to a downward spiral that you want to go so that's my last message for everyone is just have hope and just focus on who you are what you love and just align with your passion like if passion is reading do a lot of reading because now's the time that, you know, COVID has taken a lot, but it's also given us a lot as well. And that yeah. is self-awareness and emotional intelligence, just taking time for you. Absolutely. And I think, um, like Dave said, you know, uh, COVID, it has thrown a spanner in the works for a lot of people. Um, but at the same time, it will run its course and, um, and things will go back to normal, uh, to the new normal. There's always, I think there's going to be restrictions for a long time, but, um, but things will start to, start up, to yeah. get better and, um, and we'll be able to start moving, moving forward. But in the meantime, really focus on developing your emotional intelligence, focus on, on yourself, go internally. We've got all the time in the world being at home that um that we can really dedicate to to working on that internal motivation and the self-awareness and the the five skill sets that dave just mentioned in this talk so thanks so much for being with us today dave um, you've given us a lot of valuable information i really appreciate it